What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who wrote the book, Hitman? I'm not at liberty to disclose the author's name. That's Peter Lund, founder of Paladin Press and publisher of Hitman, speaking with Mike Wallace on 60 Minutes back in 1997. Why not? Because the author asked that we protect her uh, privacy. It is a woman. It is a woman. One afternoon this past February, I stepped away from my desk for just a few minutes. By then, I'd written who I believed to be Rex Farrell. I'd emailed multiple times to several different email addresses, called a bunch, tried a few family members, mailed certified letters, I even wrote her on Pinterest, on Instagram and Facebook, but no matter what I did, I didn't hear back. I mean, I was only gone for a moment. It was nothing. No time at all. But when I returned, there was a missed call from one of the numbers I'd tried. And there was a voicemail. A long one. I was excited. Kind of felt like I was going to puke. I wasn't entirely sure what I was going to say, but I hoped to have a chance to tell her what kind of journalist I am that I'm not looking for some kind of gotcha moment, that I had no interest in doxing her or pursuing some kind of moral reckoning. I just want to know what happened. What was her story? And then I held the phone up to my ear and pressed play. Nothing. Just some background noises. I listened to it three times, hoping I'd missed her message. Like maybe it was just at the very end, or really quiet. No. This was clearly a misdial. Now when I try that number, it goes straight to voicemail. I hope she's listening to this right now, and eventually calls me again. 
She's got my number. From iHeartRadio and Hit Home Media, I'm Jasmine Morris. This is Hitman. On the very last page of Hitman, Rex Farrell boasts... Someday, when you've done and seen it all, when there doesn't seem to be any challenge left or any new frontier left to conquer, you might just feel cocky enough to write a book about it. You might just feel cocky enough to write a book about it. It's so obvious, especially now, that Rex Farrell, this macho rogue maverick, the king of the wild beasts, was always just a put-on, a persona. When I got a hold of the print copy and thumbed through its pages, I was struck by some of the photographs about halfway through, where Rex Farrell shows how to make a homemade silencer. These photos are in black and white. They're super grainy and kind of hard to see any real detail. But the person in these photographs, demonstrating how to make these DIY weapons, they're only shown from the neck down. But as I looked closely, it looks like they're wearing a woman's engagement ring. And in the homework and surveillance chapter. One of the centerpieces of this book is a 10-page questionnaire, which the hitman is supposed to submit to the employer and seeks detailed information on the source, background habits, whether he has guns in the house, burglar alarms, whether he knows martial arts, schematic of uh, surrounding houses and neighbors. Tom Kelly, Paladin's press lawyer. It says directions. Please print plainly. Answer all questions as completely as possible. Use additional sheets if necessary. Supply all information available even if not requested. No detail is too small. This sounds a little bit more like a college application than a hitman making a deal with an employer. Really bordering on the absurd. There are hand-drawn diagrams and maps, and a sample information sheet. These are all drawn and written in a sort of flowery cursive. So I knew it was all fake, but that didn't make my job any easier. How do you find someone who wrote under a pen name? Someone who might not want to be found? I scoured message boards, Amazon reviews, comments sections, hoping for some kind of breadcrumb that would lead me to this person. Nothing. I asked the same question over and over. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this author. What do you know about the anonymous author? You just mentioned the author. What did you know about the author of the book? So who was the actual author? Do you ever know anything about the author of the book? My good friend, investigative journalist Andrew Goldberg, offered his help. He tracked down some court documents and dockets and handed me a stack of paper with every woman's name circled. I asked Howard Siegel why they never looked into the author. Why didn't her name come out in the lawsuit? He said, quote, We simply didn't need her. There was no possible upside. What was she going to say? That she was trying to help would-be murderers? Of course not. She was going to toe the party line and say she was just kidding or providing information. Never bring a witness in who can't add to your case. When you have them by the balls, you don't let go to see if you can get a better grip. The question is, 
Why didn't they depose or subpoena her? Meaning Paladin Press. So I asked Paladin's lawyer. He confirmed what Lund had said on 60 Minutes. The author chose to be anonymous, a right protected by the First Amendment, and Paladin agreed. Paladin deemed itself obliged to keep that implied pledge of confidentiality, just as you would a news source. Grasping for leads, I remembered these two amazing private detectives I'd interviewed years prior for another radio piece, legit sleuths, who were also married to each other. I'm Colleen Collins. I own North Denver Investigations. My favorite operative is uh, Sean Kaufman. My name's Sean Kaufman, and uh, I'm a uh, licensed private investigator in the state of Colorado, and that opens the gate to many mysteries. Colleen later named a character in one of her romance novels after me. That's another story. I see Colleen. Man, tell you what, don't get on her bad side, dude. Don't make her look for you because palzo, <laughs> wham, bam, she will find you. And then she'll send me out to serve you. I did find someone in CIA once. What? So when I got this person on the phone, the first thing they said was, how did you find me? Wow, what did you say? I said, well... I just want you to know it wasn't easy. She said, that's because I'm in the CIA. So finding people is what Colleen and Sean do. Which is why back in 2015, I emailed Colleen with everything I knew about Rex Farrell and told her the entire story about this hitman book, the triple murder, Paladin Press. To my surprise, she'd actually visited Paladin years ago. I wrote a fiction novel which was really, really bad, because everybody's first books usually are really bad, and it had a serial killer in it and guns and all kinds of things. So I thought, gosh, there's that uh, Soldier of Fortune magazine here in town, and yet Paladin Press or something. I should call them, you know, because I want to talk about guns and killings and stuff. She said it was a rather memorable experience. I mean, of course it was. But what was stunning to me was when I got there, there was all this security. I remember just thinking, well, this is really weird, you know, and there was a camera and bars and this is funny. I was in this portal and, and the door was locked and this man's voice said, is that you calling for the appointment? And I, I said, yes. I remember he took me back to a room and there was the desk and the place was actually pretty bare except for Dozens and dozens of boxes. She said she couldn't remember if it was actually Soldier of Fortune or Paladin. But she told me whoever she talked to pulled a gun out of his desk. Sounds familiar. And so I interviewed him about guns. Well, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was pretty new in Boulder, so nobody told me that they were strange. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I really... The first I really... thing I do when I go to a new town, <laughs> find, find me some right-wing yeah. gun nuts. Hey, <laughs> Anybody here know where I can get some good hollow tip ammunition? Hey. I had no idea. I I was like clueless. I probably was wearing a nice little suit with heels, you know? (laughs) Back in 2015, Colleen told me, quote, pseudonyms can be difficult to track down. Depends on what other information you have. For example, do you have a birth date or even a year of birth? or even a range of age, such as 30 to 35 years old, any family member or spouse names? No. At the time, I had none of this. Nothing is impossible, she said, until one learns it's really impossible. Gosh, I think you just first said you were doing research on someone called Rex Farrell. Just corrects me up that name. 
whenever I had spare time, I was like digging another rabbit hole going, I would find more and more information and a lot you had already found too. You know, I was exchanging notes with you about, okay, I found this. Yeah, I read that too. What did you see this? We were doing that back and forth. And then I found the piece that you hadn't found yet. And uh, it was what opened the door. Well, to you trying to speak to Rex Farrell. There were so many dead ends along the way. I'd learn something that would turn out to be completely wrong and I'd find myself going in a totally different direction. At one point, I thought the real Rex Farrell was a real estate agent in Miami. She was connected to a man who, well, we'll get into that later. Anyway, I sent off a few emails and I hoped for the best. I never heard back, and after looking into this woman further, I started to have my doubts. The age didn't quite line up, it just didn't feel right. But this piece that Colleen found led me to someone who claimed to be a friend of Rex Farrell's, an author herself, Karen Abbott. She once quoted an email from Rex publicly. I don't want to be a hero, tragic or otherwise, Rex supposedly wrote. I just want to sit in my rocker on my front porch and tell my grandson stories they're certain are fantastic lies. Ultimately, Abbott didn't want to talk to me without Rex's permission, which she never got as far as I know, so she declined to participate in this podcast. It was frustrating, but I understand. I'm protective of anyone who shares their story with me, too. Either way, I felt like I was getting closer. But then, at the beginning of this year, I made a few more phone calls, talked to a bunch of people, and literally stumbled into this conversation. I'm not going to give away my source, but I'll play you my responses. They asked me if I wanted to know who actually wrote Hitman. I do. That would be so helpful. You're kidding me. I finally knew her name. Wow. Yeah, because she's, I mean, she's been protected. Her name's redacted and everything. Wow. I'd been wrong. So wrong. My jaw is on the ground right now. I have been looking for this for a year. I mean, really, it'd been years. One concentrated year of looking. But suddenly there it was. A bunch of letters on a pad of paper that I scribbled down into a name. The name. We'll be right back. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Women are highly emotional, rarely rational creatures. One of the first things that jumped out to me when reading Hitman was the way Rex talked about women. Or as he put it, the HMIW, which stands for Hitman's Ideal Woman. The book's misogyny is unsettling. Take chapter 8, Danger, Ego, Women, and Partners. Because of their uncanny ability to get into places and situations a man might find hard to duplicate, because of their deceitful, game-playing natures, and because a woman can be twice as vicious as a man, a woman could be a better hired executioner than a man. We had an actor read some lines. Fortunately for the world, a woman usually makes only one man her target, and the nesting instinct quickly takes her off the street and ties her down to the little world of babies and laundry and housework she creates and protects for her own. And then there's the part where Rex Farrell advises his reader on avoiding, quote, woman problems. He writes, Once a woman becomes the proclaimed property of one man, she feels it her duty to ward off other predators whether real or imaginary, through suspicion, jealousy, accusation, or even by becoming her own detective to protect and preserve her rightful place. This book has been linked to the deaths of two women and the attempted murder of another. And what happened to them is a familiar, terrifying, and infuriating story. Women killed at home, at work, in a car, by their husbands, ex-husbands, boyfriends, neighbors. In this book, women are property. They serve but one purpose, to serve their man. And if they don't, they should be properly done away with. She will have to be a very understanding woman. For if she knows too much, she could become a hitman's worst enemy on the face of the earth and may someday have to be eliminated in the name of self-preservation. Eliminated in the name of self-preservation. It's like that Margaret Atwood quote, Men are afraid that women will laugh at them. Women are afraid that men will kill them. The woman who wrote that book, if she needed the money, I mean, you can always choose to do something else. I mean, if you're that good of a writer, write something else. That's Tiffany Horn, Millie's daughter, Trevor's sister. When the family sued Paladin, Tiffany was a young mom. She was just trying to live a normal life, which she told me was a struggle at the time, given what happened to her family. So she didn't have a ton to say about Paladin or the author when I asked her. But in caring about her story, it just propelled me to keep looking for answers. She remembers first hearing about the Hitman book leading up to the criminal trials, before her dad, Lawrence Horn, and the Hitman he hired, James Perry, were convicted. We found out that the book was actually written by a single mom. Like, how crazy is that? That was hard to wrap my head around. I didn't think about that. Like a mom actually, like, helped kill them. Because, I mean, 
those were her words. She wrote that book and it's not just a fantasy. I know they said that, but I don't believe that because it was really explicit. I mean, did she strike you as a hitman? Oh, no, no. But again, you know, very limited telephone type contact. No. That's Don Corson. Remember, he represented the plaintiff in the second time hitman was found to be used. In this case, in an attempted murder. He remembers speaking with the real Rex Farrell once as he built his case. The impression we got is she was a grandmother and an author and she was doing this for money. Rex Farrell won't confirm her identity. Paladin's closed now and their press lawyer won't confirm it. But my best available information tells me I'm right. And as far as I can tell, the real Rex Farrell is now a grandmother in her 70s. She has a social media presence and some of her posts are public. I shouldn't be surprised by anything anymore, but she's not at all what I pictured. Not from what you'd imagine from everything we've heard about the typical paladin writer. She's shared liberal memes about immigration, privilege, and women's rights. And she's really funny. I came across a few videos of her. Her hair is white for the most part, she has green eyes, and she's beautiful. In one of these videos, she's singing, laughing, and wearing a sweater that says grandma on it. She has a slight southern accent, and yet it's hard to imagine this is the same person who told their readers. The kill is the easiest part of the job. People kill one another every day. It takes no great effort to pull a trigger or plunge a knife. It is being able to do so in a manner that will not link yourself or your employer to the crime that makes you a professional. And... The acceptance of the valuelessness of life has given your own life value. Regardless of whether Rex Farrell ever decides to tell me her story, case files from the two lawsuits filed against Paladin give some insight into how this book was written. And given everything we know now, well, she submitted her first manuscript to Paladin Press with the attached letter dated November 16, 1982, that reads... Dear Sirs, enclosed is my manuscript entitled Hitman, a Technical Handbook. And because we've now shared Rex was a woman, we got a different actor to read Rex's correspondence. This book is written in first person by a fictional professional hitman, Finney Finnegan III. Chapters contain many references to books I and my friends have purchased from your fine library. This letter and manuscript landed on Virginia Thomas's desk, who was an editor at Paladin at the time. I reached out to her for this podcast and didn't hear back. But that's okay. There are court documents. Again, attorney Don Corson. Uh, I remember we took uh, Ms. Thomas's deposition or testimony in Bobby's case. I was able to get a transcript of that deposition. Most of Thomas's answers are, I don't know, or I don't recall. I mean, she was deposed something like 18 years later. But Don has her read some of her correspondence with Rex Farrell. Thomas says after reading Rex Farrell's manuscript, she rejected it and sent the author a letter dated January 4th, 1983. It reads, You will find your manuscript for Hitman, a technical handbook, enclosed. Since we publish only nonfiction, we cannot use this. And that's our producer, Michelle, reading for Virginia. Our readers are interested in the how-to aspects of survival, weapons, and militaria. Thank you for allowing us to consider your work. The idea is intriguing, as are some of the tactics you suggest. Have you considered writing nonfiction? The concluding sentence reads, 
Good luck to you with this project. Feel free to contact me with other ideas that might fit our market. The original intention was quite a long ways from what Paladin turned it into. Rex Farrell took Thomas up on her suggestion and sent another proposal and letter, dated January 26, 1983. Enclosed, please find the first two chapters in an outline proposed, which you suggested for my nonfiction rewrite, Hitman, a technical manual for the independent contractor. According to court documents, about three weeks later, on February 18, 1983, Thomas replies with this recommendation. Make sure the material is how-to, since our readers buy books to learn. But flesh out the material with personal anecdotes as though you were a working or retired hitman. People essentially like to read about other people. Rex Farrell writes back six days later. The tone I am using is totally professional. However, due to the serious nature of the book, I am finding it hard to apply appropriate anecdotes. I do include accounts of real hitmen who have been apprehended by the authorities, and I feel very satisfied that the finished product will make us both proud. And Virginia Thomas responds with, As I told you in our telephone conversation, we received Hitman and I am excited about it. I found it most intriguing reading. Congratulations, you did what you set out to do. I just want to underline what's happening here. Rex Farrell initially submitted a work of fiction. And at Paladin Press's encouragement or guidance, whatever you want to call it, wrote an entirely new book. Other than, you know, asking Rex Farrell to change the format of the book, there were some other changes. For example, apparently the original preface to Hitman read, This information and more will be made available to enrich your fantasies and add spice to your dreams of reasserting your status as the dominant sex of the species, who ruled with an iron will in the days before overpopulation, mass production, and women's liberation. Ultimately, that didn't make it into the book. And Rex Farrell initially had a different last name, one that wasn't working for Paladin. Thomas writes, We must change the name Rex Savage to something a little less stereotyped, however. Rex Savage. The publisher suggests that you think of another name, possibly something that sounds like a person who might belong to the mob, although not too obviously. Then let's develop a persona for the author for advertisements and future books. Write a personal history for Mr. X for that use. I am enclosing your copy of the contract for Hitman, signed by us. There was a notation at the top right corner that read $500 advance paid. You will notice that we also signed the paragraph on privacy that you added, she wrote. That paragraph, apparently written by Rex Farrell, said... Publisher agrees to accept full financial and legal responsibility for any litigations or censures that may arise out of the sale, use, or misuse of the contents of the contracted book. Furthermore, publisher will, to the best of his ability, protect the true identity of the author. I'm so fascinated by all of this, because these are her words. That's all I have from her. And you have to wonder, if her book stayed the work of fiction she initially wrote, if it had never been turned into a how-to manual, if any of this would have ever happened. 
Paladin went on to sell just over 27,000 copies of Hitman, mostly via their catalogs and eventually even through bookstores like Borders, Powell's Bookstore, and Barnes & Noble. And then, on March 3, 1993, Millie and Trevor Horn and Janice Saunders were murdered. The author was uh, just horrified that this has happened. I mean, Stephen King was uh, horrified when he learned that one of his books inspired a, a, a school shooting. I think that's a normal human reaction. That's Tom Kelly, Paladin's lawyer. She's a decent human being and, and uh, wanted the book off the shelf. We know the author was fearful of something like this happening based on her correspondence with Paladin as she was writing this book. And once it did, she apparently tried to do the right thing. Of course, her request was not honored. Don Corson again, who represented the plaintiff in the second Hitman lawsuit. And Paladin kept it on the market, and their sales actually spiked because they had a lot of notoriety, a lot of you know, publicity about it. According to court documents, sales of Hitman increased dramatically during the period after the author asked that the manual be withdrawn due to the murders. They made a conscious decision to continue selling the Hitman book, knowing it had been used to murder people, and it was a strategic choice on their part. In other words, they knew what had been done, they knew that the harm had been inflicted on humans, they knew the author didn't want it, but they thought they're more likely to win the case if they kept it on the market. So that's how the book came to be, how it evolved, and how she wanted to pull it after the murders. But I still have so many questions. Should I even be looking for this person? To someone who wrote under a pen name, who obviously wanted to protect their identity, deserve to remain anonymous after something they created and put out into the world actually hurt people? I don't know. But if I could talk to Rex Farrell, I think the first thing I'd ask her is what do people get wrong about you? Who was she then? And who is she today? I'd like to ask her the same question I've asked so many others in this podcast. Is there anything to be learned from all this? Until then, all I have is this voicemail. But just when I thought I'd reached the end of the Rex Farrell journey... And when I thought that I'd never really understand the woman I saw on social media, the grandmother who apparently feels strongly about women's rights, immigration, I found an arrest record. The person who I believed to be the author had been connected with an incident related to kidnapping, false imprisonment, armed robbery, burglary, grand theft, and conspiracy. And what? My image of this person was about to do a whole other 180. Once again, I'd come across an entirely different story, one that I never, ever saw coming. I looked into the man she was arrested in connection with, and every newspaper article or court record led to another one, and another one. I'm still finding them. This man, he was a former police officer. He was a master instructor in combat karate. This guy would become an FBI fugitive, and one retired sergeant who encountered him told me he is still suffering from PTSD from it. This guy used a lot of pseudonyms. Among them, Rex Reed and Rex James. Rex. So that macho, rogue maverick that Hitman's based on? I was starting to realize maybe he did exist after all.
people told us that Rex Reed was a bad guy and that if anybody tried to mess with them, that, you know, you guys will never take him alive and, you know, some officers might get hurt in the process. That's next on Hitman. Hitman is a production of iHeartRadio and Hit Home Media. It's produced and reported by me, Jasmine Morris. Our supervising producer is Michelle Lance. Mark Lotto is our story consultant. Executive producers are Mangesh Hatikador and me. Mixing by Michelle Lance and Josh Rogeson. Our fact checker is Natsumi Ajisaka. Voice acting by Levi Petrie and Kelly Jane Farnsworth. Special thanks to Andrew Goldberg. Our theme song by Elise McCoy and additional music written and produced by the students at Dime. Powered by the Detroit Institute of Music Education. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.